Section twenty two of the Curious Book of Birds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Curious Book of Birds by Abby Farwell Brown. The Ground Pigeon. Once upon a time there was a little Malay maiden who lived in the forest with her father and mother and baby sister. They dwelt very happily together, until one day Cora's father decided to clear the ground on the edge of the forest and have a rice plantation, as many of his neighbors were doing. So one morning early after breakfast he started out with his axe on his shoulder to cut down the trees and make a clearing. "'Oh, father, let me go with you,' begged Cora. "'I do so want to see the plantation grow from the very beginning.' but her father said no she must stay at home until the trees were felled and after that i may go with you asked cora and her father promised that it should be so the days went by and at last the trees were all felled in the clearing when cora heard this she jumped up and down on her little bare brown feet until her anklets tinkled and cried oh father now may i go with you to the clearing may i not for so you promised but again her father shook his head and said no cora not yet you must wait until the fallen timber has been burned off then you shall go with your mother and me to the planting of the rice cora was very disappointed and the big tears stood in her eyes but she only said do you promise that i may help plant the rice really and truly and he called back over his shoulder i promise at last the fallen timber was burned away and the ground was ready for planting one morning cora saw her father and mother making ready to go out together oh where are you going father and mother she asked we go to the planting of the rice answered her father slinging a big bag over his shoulder but you promised that i should go with you when that time came cried cora wistfully please please may i not be your little helper no no cora answered her mother impatiently do not tease us so you must stay at home to take care of your little sister be a good girl this time and when the rice is well grown we will all go together and harvest it that will be great fun shall i really go do you promise mother asked poor cora hopefully for she felt sure that her mother would not deceive her i promise said the mother not looking her in the eyes and the parents went away through the forest to plant the rice time went by until the rice had grown tall and was ready for the harvest now cora heard her parents talking of the matter and she was very gay for now she expected a happy happy day she dressed herself and made ready to go to the harvesting as her parents had promised but when she joined them smiling joyfully they turned upon her frowning and bade her return to the house and take care of everything until their homecoming then poor little cora burst into tears and said o oh, my father and o oh, my mother i have obeyed you without a word every time you broke your promise to me and still you continue to put me off from day to day when this is the thing i long to do so much that it seems as if my heart would break think of it the clearing has been made the timber burnt the rice planted and grown and now it is ready for the harvest 
but i have not even seen the place where all this has happened oh father and mother why are you so unkind to me there there cried her father and mother together do not make a fuss over so small a matter you cannot go to-day but wait until the rice is gathered and it is time to thread it out then we will let you help us you may be sure we promise cora that you shall really and truly go you promise echoed cora bitterly you have promised me before and nothing came of it but even while she spoke the unkind parrots were gone then cora fell to weeping most sorely for she knew that she could not trust the word of her father and mother and that is a most terrible thing at last she rose and wiped away the tears and looked about the little cottage where she had been patient through so many disappointments and she said to herself i can bear it no longer it is not right that i should be made to suffer like this when a little thing would make me so happy i must see the rice field i will go to-day cora tidied the cottage putting everything in its place and making it look as beautiful as she could then she took up the little sister who had fallen asleep on the floor and kissing her gently placed her in the hammock which swung from wall to wall of the hut lastly cora took off the golden bracelets and earrings and the tinkling anklets which she wore like other little malay girls and left them in a shining heap behind the door but she kept her necklace about her pretty little neck now cora had learned a little magic from a witch just enough magic to serve her turn she went out and picked two palm leaves which she fastened on her shoulders and changed herself into a bird a bright beautiful ground pigeon with many colored metallic feathers but the necklace still made a band about her pretty little neck as you may see on every ground pigeon to this day cora the brown pigeon fluttered away through the forest until she came to the rice plantation where her parents were at work she alighted on a dead tree close by them and called out mother oh mother i have left my earrings and bracelets behind the door and have put my little sister in the hammock astonished at these words her mother looked up but saw no one only a ground pigeon perched on a tree over her head father she cried to her husband who was at work beside her did you not hear cora's voice just now yes i thought so answered the father angrily the wicked girl must have disobeyed me and have followed us here after all i will punish her if this is so they called to her cora cora until the forest re-echoed but no one appeared or answered i will go home and see if she is there said the mother either i heard cora speak or there is some magic in the forest and she hastened back to the cottage there she found the baby in the hammock and the bracelets and earrings in a shining heap behind the door as the voice had said but there was no cora anywhere surprised and anxious once more the mother ran back to the plantation cora is gone husband she cried it must have been her own voice which we heard just now hark she speaks again again from the tree they heard a sweet voice calling mother oh mother i have left my earrings and bracelets behind the door and my little sister is in the hammock good-bye cora as she spoke her own name cora's voice warbled and crooned into a soft coo 
of the ground pigeon's note and her parents glancing up saw that this bird must be their child their cora magically changed let us cut down the tree and catch the wicked girl cried the father and seizing his axe he chopped away lustily until the tree fell with a crash but even at that moment the pigeon fluttered away to another tree crooning again the soft syllables which she has spoken ever since cora cora coo from tree to tree about the rice plantation the distracted parents pursued the pigeon but it was in vain to try to capture her ever she escaped them when they seemed about to lay hands upon her soft feathers after following her flight for many miles they were obliged to return home sad and sorry and repentant for they knew now that it was their own unkindness and their broken promises which had driven their daughter away from the cottage never to return the beautiful ground pigeon still lingers near the rice plantations which she had so longed to visit still she plainly calls her name and still she wears the necklace about her pretty little neck and the little malay maidens love her very dearly because she was once a girl like them end of section twenty two recording by sharon kilmer rio medina texas